You're listening to Fanholes, a podcast for fans by the fans. Secret Brothers. I have clinical. You guys are like wasting my time right now. Hey, baby. What's <laughs> going on? This is my microphone voice. <laughs> Where do you buy those at? I need one. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. I didn't invent honorable mentions, mister. <laughs> I have a headset. It looks way cool. You should all be jealous. I, uh, we are. I'm with Mike on that one. I'm a woman! <laughs> it is our show. It's called Fan Holes, not, you know, what you guys want. <laughs> <laughs> We do a podcast? What the fuck? What is thy bidding, Lord Vader? Inquisitor, before the Fan Holes podcast begins, I have a very special mission for you. Is it time, Lord Vader? Can I finally slay that insolent wretch, Jar Jar Binks? No, Inquisitor. The mission will be to hunt down the remaining children of the Jedi Knights. But... But didn't you... didn't you already do that? I mean, didn't you just murder a whole troop of young ones? Yes, well, I guess we won't have anything for you to do if I hadn't murdered them all, so apparently there are some that I have missed. As, as you wish, Lord Vader. Annie! Where are you so been? It's been so long, sir. Lord Vader, seriously, can I please slay him? You should gotta listen to the Pop Culture Podcast. Made some for the fans, sir. By the fans, sir. Yes, Jar Jar, I will be there momentarily. Are you sure I can't slay him, Lord Vader? You are free to use any methods necessary, but I want Jar Jar alive. No disintegration. Okay, as you wish, Lord Vader. Vader out. Okay, yeah, that's great. That's just, that's just great. Hey, Jar Jar, come here. What? What's going on, Inquisitor? Welcome, welcome, Fanholes listeners. May the Force be with all of you. This is Derek, Derek WC, and you are listening to the Fanholes podcast. Welcome to another exciting episode. I've got a few of my fellow Fanholes here with me tonight. Why don't you guys shout out and let everybody know who's here? Hey, it's Mike. Hey, how y'all doing? This is Tony, and I'm a Jedi. Or am I? You're, are you a secret Jedi? Do you not bust out your lightsaber unless millions of Wookiees are in peril? I, I, I only bust it out when I got a Freddy Prinze that shit. Nice, nice, awesome. Well, hey, you, you may have guessed what we're in the, the mood to discuss tonight. We thought it'd be fun to bring up the new Star Wars animated series. It's called Star Wars Rebels. And this series is sort of like a, a post-quel, prequel, you know, it's, it's set 
14 years after episode 3, and apparently it's five years before episode 4, so it's somewhere in the middle there. And I, you know, I guess everybody was kind of like Jones into at least. I, I, I think are we are we just going to discuss what we've seen so far, or did you want to stick to just doing the uh, the spark of the rebellion movie or whatever? Talk about I think what we've seen. I mean, well, okay, I, I, yeah, I saw okay. that. And I, I saw like the first episode. Oh, okay, droids in distress. Yeah, like I, I've I've seen that and and fight or flight. Like basically, I, I saw the the movie ish thing, and then the two episodes that Greg Wiseman wrote that had come out so far. So yeah. So anyway, yeah, I guess I guess we're we're in the mood to talk some Star Wars tonight, and so that's kind of what we're going to be talking. I think also we we were going to dovetail into maybe I I don't know if Mike collects this line at all, but me and Tony have been getting into the Star Wars The Black Series line of action figures. It's a six-inch collector's line of action figures, so we may also dovetail into some discussion of those as well. But, yeah, basically, you know, Star Wars Rebels is an animated series. I'd say it kind of harkens back to a feel of the original trilogy in the sense that there's not a whole lot of politics or kind of confusing nonsense going on. There's not a whole lot of Jedi Order stuff kind of thing going on. There's not... Basically, they, they kind of took all the religion and politics out of the Clone Wars, and now you're getting kind of a prototypical, you know, action, spacefaring, piratey kind of, you know, group of, of characters. I, I, I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to talk about the episodes, or talk about the different characters, or, or what? Like, what did you guys think of Spark of Rebellion? That was the one-hour premiere movie, I guess, that, that kicked the whole thing off and introduced us to all the, the main cast, which is a group of rebels that uh, traverse the spaceways on the starship Ghost, you know, and then there's the the Force adept kid named Ezra, who's kind of like a little street urchin, you know, thug rat or whatever, and then there's, let's see, there's a... Uh, Proto Wookie guy who's named Zeb. Um, there is the Twi'lek who's named Hera, and then there's the Mandalorian like punk girl who graffitis everything up and blows it all up to Kingdom Come, named Sabine. And who am I missing? Oh, the 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 Jedi guy. Yeah, and you're also you forgot a uh, Chopper, the R two D two. And, and yeah, the, the Ralph McQuarrie R2-D2 chopper guy. Yeah, so, okay. But, yeah, that's that's basically Kanan is the the uh, sort of Han Solo slash Jedi guy or whatever, I guess. So, yeah. but, yeah, those are that, that's kind of like the main cast of characters. And as of now, they're, they're only being hunted by Agent Kalis, who is like this Imperial guy. But I guess eventually they're going to have this... Inquisitor guy who I guess can't be a Sith because there can only be two, right? So, but he's got a red lightsaber and everything. So, yeah, I, th- I think he might just be one of those Force adepts, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, he's a Sith oh. Junior, <laughs> James Sith Junior. <laughs> is it is it like is it like McDonald's Express? He's like a Sith Express. Like yes. he's not he's not quite the full on McDonald's. He's just like he's almost like a real McDonald's, but not quite. It'll hunt you down, but you cannot get a Jamoka kick. So, what, I mean, what what were you guys' first impressions of, of Spark of Rebellion? Um, I was going into this kind of wary because Clone Wars was kind of a roller coaster. Like, sometimes it was really good, and sometimes it was really bad. 
So I was like, like all all the all the politics and religion that was bad, and then when there was actually like some action and cool stuff with like Jedi's and stuff, then it was yeah. pretty cool, right? I guess I should rephrase it. Clone Wars was really good or really boring. It wasn't really so much bad. It was mm, like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll go with that. Yeah. Oh God, why, why are they talking still? But um, I've only seen Spark and Rebellion. I, I bought on DVD. I don't. I don't have the mighty Disney XD, but. I was I was very pleasantly surprised. There was a lot of action, and a lot of people have been saying this online, but I'm going to echo it. It really did feel kind of like Star Wars. It felt like the original trilogy. So, Tony, you, you bought this on the, the DVD? Yeah. Okay. I'm just curious, because supposedly pulling back the veil tomorrow night is going to be the premiere of it on ABC, and uh, me and Mike have only watched it, I assume, on Disney XD, but supposedly, like, there's extra scenes with, like, Darth Vader and the Inquisitor and stuff. Like, there's all this, you know, James Earl Jones is going to be, like, poop, or, like, whatever his line (laughs) is, you know, for, you know, the scene with the Inquisitor. But is there, Darth Vader, is he in the DVD release or not? There are... And as far as when I was watching it, there are no established characters as of right now. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. So. Beyond Stormtroopers. Because <laughs> supposedly, like, there's an extra scene in the th- this movie version. So I guess the, the, it's going to be, like, the ABC version and the Disney XD version or whatever. So. Oh, wait. I did lie. I'm sorry. I totally lied. There is one established character, but he's a hologram. Obi-Wan Kenobi shows up still. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. He's young. He's yeah. uh, he's in a holocron. Like, well, well who cares? I, I don't know if I... I'll just throw this out there because I've heard it mentioned a billion times. Like, the, the lead character's name is Ezra, and, and like I said, he's kind of like a street urchin or whatever. I've heard visually, like, a number of people have compared him to Disney's Aladdin, and I'll, I'll even go so far as to compare him to Setsuna from Gundam Double O. So, uh, like, does anybody get that vibe from his, like, uh, you know, physical appearance or anything like that? Or, or is, am I just talking out of my asshole? He does, he does kind of have, yeah, that, like, Middle Eastern kind of tannish, yeah, yeah. like, look, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, mean I, I, I got that vibe from him. He's got kind of like that, like, that almond-shaped face that Aladdin had, where it's kind of long and, you know. Yeah, he's got the elongated features and kind of almost like he's got a lot of, what's the right word angles i guess on his face like yeah yeah and and as far as his character like yeah he is he is very i wouldn't say conniving as much but he's very uh streetwise he's very street smart yeah he he definitely is streetwise like he's he's all about getting the stuff done or whatever i it was funny i think i read like i i I was reading in in getting ready to review for this i reread the synopsis of Spark of Rebellion on the Star Wars wiki, and I just want to say, like, whoever writes the wikis for the Star Wars stuff, maybe they just got used to being like, yeah, Skywalker and Solo own those stormtroopers, you know, in synopses, but they actually do that where they use the last names for everything, and I'm like, I don't know who the fuck they're talking about, because it's like, <laughs> I'm used to, it's like, in the in the series, you know, they call him Ezra, right? But I guess his last name, let me see if I could freaking find it anywhere because oh, it's, it's a, like they're, a bridger yeah and it's like it's like bridger grabs some of the fruit from the guy's you know hand sack and steals it and i'm like well i was like i i guess i'm getting into semantics but i'm kind of like he did save the guy's life i mean he kind of earned that fruit like right like like or at least he he helped him out from from getting like 
hit up by the Empire. Or yeah, it was, like it was a little kumsi kumsa yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, it's not. Uh, he didn't steal the fruit. It's not like he like bitch slapped the Rodian dude. It's like, give me your fruit, motherfucker. You know, it's like he just kind of grabs some, and the guy's like, hey, wait a minute there. I you didn't pay for that, and he's like, well, you kind of didn't get beat up by the Empire, so I'm hungry. Goodbye. You know, like so. Oh, and but for anybody anyway. who cares, and nobody does, that was a go tall. <laughs> that was that was. Oh, me. was it? Okay, see, I no know nothing cares. about Star Wars. I'm a I'm a Star Wars failure. What's a go tall? Well, since you asked, they were at, one of them was actually in the cantina in Star Wars, A New Hope, okay. and they they look like goats. And the one that was in Star Wars, Star Wars and Tales from the Cantina was named Felterpern Treevag. So there you go. <laughs> Was he the wait the goat like was he the guy with like the devil horns or something else? There was a guy who looked like the devil, and there's also a guy who looks like a goat. And the guy who looks like okay. a goat is Goatall, G O A T A L. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like I said, useless knowledge, but hey, that that's what I'm here for. No, no, no. That's that. We're doing a podcast about Star Wars. I'm sure somebody's like already yelling at their podcast, going, "That wasn't a Rodian," you know, and yelling at me. So. That's good. I'm glad you can call me out on that shit. If I say something wrong, call me out on it. What else? Like, I guess I, I, I don't know. I mean, I could kind of just jump around into like what what I thought of the episode. You know, like there's like I, I you mentioned like uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi being the only quote unquote established character that appears. And and he does appear in a sequence where, you know, he, he basically is giving the sad sack speech at the end of episode three to all the Jedi or whatever, like, do not come to the Jedi temple. Everything is fucked up. Stay away. <laughs> you know, whatever his speech is. And Your I just thought it was interesting. You. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Go home. Spinning um, is not a good trick. <laughs> spinning is a terrible, terrible trick. Woohoo. All I was going to say was, I guess, the best way to put this is the canons for Star Wars from now on in my mind are going to be pre-Disney and post-Disney. And this is the official right. new canon of post-Disney. You know, Star Wars Rebels is a part of that. Just like, I guess, Clone Wars, the CGI Clone Wars is considered post-Disney canon. And the new J.J. Abrams film will be post-Disney canon and all this other stuff. And, you know, a lot of fans of the expanded universe kind of freaked out that, you know, oh, okay, well, these, we're not really going to adhere to those. We're going to, you know, start telling our own stories and, you know, not be, you know, beholden to anything, you know, novels or whatever that came before. But having said all that, I found it interesting. I'm like, you guys do know the Jedi holocron wasn't made up by George Lucas, right? You do know that, like, that first showed up in a Dark Horse comic book in Dark Empire, right? Like, so I was just kind of like, it, it doesn't seem like, as long as it works for the story, they're not going to, like, abandon those things, at least. that That's the vibe I got out of it. I, I, well, I think the, the big thing is you got to remember they said they won't adhere to the expanded universe. They didn't say that they wouldn't milk the hell out of whatever they would decide was decent, right. you know? Yeah. It's like, it's like, it's like, the expanded universe never happened. However, the Inquisitor will have a double lightsaber, just like, you know, numbnuts from, I don't know, whatever that old order story was. Yes. Thank you. See, I don't, I don't remember this stuff anymore, but Tony's here to tell us these things. So, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I mean, I'm a huge useless nerd in that respect, but now I'm being useful. You know, the, the, you are being useful. I don't remember this stuff, Tony. I don't. I, I I blocked it all out of my mind after you know 
Annie like killed the women and the children and all that other stuff. It just it just went away. So I need you to really up too much. I want to go to like a bar like in a week and be like, "Hey, good looking. Did you know that the Gotal was named Filterpern Treebag? What? That's 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 gonna get her all hot and bothered. Go be like. The Jedi holocron is part of the expanded universe, but they said they weren't going to use it. What the deal, yo? God, God. What the D? What the H? Yeah. Oh, um, one, one so I was going to mention yeah. Derek that you 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 kind of like mentioned in passing the Zeb guy. Apparently, he he is like a new species, but I got the exact same vibe that you did. That he looked like that Macquarie proto Wookie look. I think I think that's on purpose. Like I, I know they they assigned I, I you know him a, a new species, and it sounds like kind of like uh, you know all the uh, I guess last sons of Krypton or wh- whatever you want to compare it to. Like he's he his his race is near extinction. I guess the idea is the Empire you know wiped most of them out, which is why you don't see a bunch of them in. The original trilogy, I guess, maybe is what they were going for. But yeah, they they did say that a lot of the like Chopper, the the droid, and Zeb, you know, they were the guys that were the I guess proto R two D two and proto Chewbacca designs based yeah. on Ralph. Yeah, because Chopper has arms. those arms hanging off his head and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it it sounds like that was something they purposely went for. I don't know. What what do you guys think about that? I mean, is that something you were ever like super keen on? Like, did you did you see those old Ralph McQuarrie pictures and think like, oh, it's too bad they never used any of those designs, or or that the, were you happy with things the way they sort of turned out in the films or whatever? Well, I, I will say the original like Chewbacca design, even though Zeb does hearken to it, the painting, even though I love Ralph McQuarrie, that was an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he is he is pretty ugly, yeah. He had like these bug eyes, you know, like, Argh! He just looked like he took a lot of no-dos or something. <laughs> like, what you guys doing? Well, yeah, I guess it's interesting, too, because I guess if you were to take, you know, George Lucas at his word, you know, like Chewbacca's supposed to be like the loyal, you know, Indiana Jones. Like, we named the dog Indiana. You know, it's supposed to be like, oh, it's his his faithful dog. You know, like, uh, I mean, you know, not to be demeaning, but, you know, Han Solo's like faithful friend, right? Chewbacca, you know, like that's yeah. that's what it's supposed to be. But I guess if you had Zeb next to you as your faithful dog, it's like more like that, you know, hardcore gangster dude walking down the street with his pit bull, and you're like, man, that's an ugly fucking dog, and he's got like a little scar on his face and whatever, you know. So yeah, well, I don't know. As, as far as like like kind of like using the Macquarie designs, I, I think that's a nice way to kind of like Star Wars has a lot of healing to do with the fan base because so many people do hate the prequels. We've already talked about that at length as far as the prequel, so we're not going to go into that. But there is still a lot of hurt feelings, and a lot of people were just not happy with them. So I think they're trying their best to be like, you know, they're they're kind of going in the vein of, we're going to give you some fan service. Please don't fucking hate us anymore. <laughs> well, and and and. Yeah, another thing, too, is it does seem to diverge from the Clone Wars animated series, which is the thing you could most compare it to, because it was the last most recent animated thing on television, right, that was Star yeah. Wars related. And, you know, kind of even in the preamble that I gave, I mean, it, it definitely dropped all that, uh, for for lack of a better term, you know, apologies if you're a big fan of the prequels or whatever, but they dropped a lot of that prequel bullshit. I mean, there there's not a whole lot of 
debate over who's good and who's bad and all this confusion and politics and what's going on. I mean, it's very clear cut. The Empire is evil. You know, the the rebels, the, the beginnings of the rebellion, you know, these, these guys are, you know, maybe Ezra's not quite a good guy when the show starts, but once he sort of gets the vibe of what these guys are doing, you know, it's like he thinks they're stealing just like him to survive, you know, like, but in reality, you know, they're actually, you know, trying to, you know, keep arms out of the hands of the Empire. They're trying to deliver food to people who basically have been kicked off their farms, which I, I was actually wondering about that because when they, they deliver all the food and he gets thanked and he's starting to starting to dawn on him, like, the good that they're doing for these people. Like, I, I thought it was funny that they named that town Tarkin Town, you know, after, like, Grandma yeah. Tarkin. Because I guess he was the one who kicked them off the the farm town or whatever. And all I could think of is like, uh, you know, what it's like, when did Grand Moff decide to do that? Or like, you know, like w at what point did he go from the, the little lieutenant in the clone wars? It's like, you know, Oh yes. Uh, you know, <laughs> cause I remember he had a couple episodes where he was like, you know, Anakin's like, you know, buddy or whatever, you know, in, in the clone Wars. Yeah. yeah. Stuff, Anakin so. was like, Hey, you're pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, Oh, I wonder what his, you know, eventually he's like, damn, these shoes are too tight and I have to run around in slippers. And he was really angry and kicked everybody off their farms. But we we don't get to see his rise and fall, I guess. But we know that he's definitely, I mean, it's pretty clear, like, you know, the Empire pretty much are all a bunch of jerks. And, you know, everybody else is just trying to either make their way through the day without getting, you know, bullied or, you know, or like the rebellion or the this beginning of the rebellion, you know, they're they're, you know, standing up for themselves and sort of fighting back, doing kind of a Robin Hood type thing, you know, steal from, from quote unquote, the rich, which I guess is the empire and, and give to the poor type thing. Yeah. I, one thing I really like is the idea of the characters. They're not all Jedis. That was one of my biggest kind of issues with the prequels as they went along. It got more and more focused on Jedis. And I was like, there's other people in the galaxy. I want to see different kinds of heroes. And that's what I get in this show. I get like, the kind of roguish captain, I get, you know, the street urchin, I get the, you know, the this kind of Malcolm and, not Malcolm, but a Wash and Zoe thing with, like, the captain and the pilot, they seem to be an item. You have the Mandalorian bounty hunter, who may be a Mandalorian, maybe not, well, she's not a bounty hunter, she's a, more of a saboteur. You have, like, the uh, proto-Wookiee design that is, like, the big muscle, and he's kind of a smartass, and you have a robot, you know, you have the droid, so, I mean, I like that, I like a bigger mashup of characters where I could be like, Hey, that's not just all the same thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, sometimes I feel like I would go so far to criticize. Like, I, I kind of wonder sometimes I'm like, why does, why does Kanan have to be a Jedi? Like, he can't just be like, I don't know, some, some smuggler dude who gets, you know, roped up into the rebellion, but I guess they, they want to do the whole, you know, master apprentice thing with him and Ezra, I guess, to, to further some plots along. And then they want to have the inquisitor with his double bladed lightsaber and everything to give those, I guess, give that fan service, you know, cause I guess there are the fans that are probably strictly Jedi fans, but I, I, I don't even know what the, the, the proper equivalent is, but I'm like, you know, to me, it's like Luke Skywalker is like the new hope, right? Like, so yeah. uh, you kind of wonder, it's like if, if, you know, if Rodimus is the chosen one, or if, if Superman's the last son of Krypton, it's like, you can't very well have, like, you know, 
Bobby Z, the other last survivor of Krypton. <laughs> you know, it just it makes you it, it kind of I don't know to me like that kind of cheapens like some of that that uh, specialness that those characters have. But I mean, I'm you know I, I, at this point I've you know I, I'm watching enough of the show where I'm like I just kind of go along with the you know for the ride. But I, I guess I could just ask. Mike, because I, I don't know, I don't know that you've said too much about it. Like, what did what did you think of Spark of Rebellion, Mike? Well, I was just going to add, like, I agree with what you said. That, like, I kind of had the feeling like this kind of like cheapens Luke Skywalker almost, or like even. Well, it's like I don't, I don't mind if like there are other Jedi's that come after he does his business in Return of the Jedi, like that he trains a bunch of new guys. Like, I'm not like going to poo-poo on any new movies or expanded universe. It's not like I'm saying like there can't be any other Jedis, but it just seems like this takes place in between that, and you just kind of feel like, you know, so, I mean, one way or the other, it seems toothless to me because... It's like, like are the original they gonna... trilogy, like, when, like, Luke starts showing his powers and stuff, everybody's like, oh, a Jedi, oh, fuck, a Jedi, yeah, yeah. Well, and then and then it's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to kill Ezra and Kanan? Like, no. Like, Disney's not going to have them kill them, so what's the point? You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. What's this, like, there's it's, that. It's the same way I felt about those, like, Force Unleashed games, where it's like Vader's secret apprentice, and, like, he's so badass, like, he can survive falling from orbit, like, without burning up in the atmosphere, <laughs> and, like, he can bring down Star Destroyers with the Force, and he's the one who inspired the entire rebellion, and I was like, oh, come on! Like, like... <laughs> like he's he, like the power you know, love of the Jedi. <laughs> no, but, like, he, like, I don't know if you guys played that game at all, but, like, he, like, fights Darth Vader at the end, and he knocks off Darth Vader's helmet and, like, beats the shit out of him, and I'm like, oh, what? Come on! Like, but I don't know. Yeah. But. Well, you know, by that point he was uh, he was McWhiny bitch Vader, so I guess it's not as big a problem as it was if it was the original trilogy Vader. But yeah, uh, I don't know. It was it's close enough though. Like that, those games yeah. take place only like five years before A New Hope. So mm-hmm. but. yeah, he's like a like a good action hero when he not Vader's helmet off. What he's like? Oh, it looks like the Force just got unleashed on your ass. <laughs> That's exactly what the dialogue was. He was like, he was like, no, he was like, damn, bitch, you old. Like, you, you look like crap, man. You don't look like you look like what's his name, Sebastian Shaw or whatever. So Actually, I he just, just, off, and he was like, that's the end of that chapter. <laughs> so just just getting back to Star Wars Rebels, like I, I know you said you you agreed about you know, how you thought maybe it might, you know, cheapen, you know, Luke Skywalker as a character. But, I mean, what do you what do you think of taking the, the series on its own? Like, w- were you looking forward to this because Greg Wiseman was involved and you're a fan? Like, is there anything, any other kind of insight you have to it or any sort of positive things you want to say about Rebels, Mike? I mean, it was okay, but it, it kind of has that, like, the thing that all action cartoons like have now where they have to like tone it down a little or skew a little more towards kids I guess because like it's some some things are really goofy and then some things are like you know uh, it's like there's there's action but there's not like violence basically like sort of like yeah. stormtroopers yeah. still like die but it's like kind of like silly like like I was kind of like taken aback at like how how many stormtroopers they like mow through and stuff, but they don't ever like really consider the consequences of it or whatever. But I guess it's like it's it's not even like war yet, but it, like you know it's just like yeah, we shot a stormtrooper and he fell to his death. Like you know 
let's move on. Like, you know. But I, yeah, I don't like, know. to be fair, in the original trilogy, they didn't really give a shit about stormtroopers either. So yeah, well, no. at that point, I, though, it's like it's it's the it's almost like in the middle of a war. So I was kind of like, okay, well now, but before this, this is like sort of before the, it's supposed to be before the rebellion. So it's kind of just like, yeah, we're space pirates and we just like kill people, you know, whatever. Or, or at least the Empire should be like, okay, these guys who are, like, not a, like, military force are taking out a lot of our fucking guys. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, you know, I'm a firm believer. Like, I, I think Han shot first and whatever. So, you know, I, I think, you know, if you're going to be a cutthroat, like, mercenary or whatever, you know, sometimes you gotta you got to shoot first, basically. But, you know, when Ezra is, like, shooting these stormtroopers with his little, like, funny slingshot thing and they fall to their deaths and, like, that doesn't have any weight to it. Like it's kind of odd to me, I guess. Yeah, they well, they do tend to treat certain characters as faceless, almost. I mean, if they don't have any personality or anything, like because there's 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 been episodes now that I've seen where you you have like the little stormtrooper cadets, and it's like everyone who's unmasked is a character and is sympathetic and is with the rebellion, but everyone who's with the Empire. It's like the one little green cadet guy on the one episode that was being the asshole and everything, like, he never takes off his helmet. And if you shot him, like, nobody would be like, oh, what a tragedy. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they'd just be like, they should be like, shoot that little green shit motherfucker, you know? Like, Not that so. guy. <laughs> yeah. But, so. no, I, like, I thought it was okay, and I watched a couple of the other episodes, so, like, you know, like, the droids one was, like, eh, you know, whatever, but, it, like, it, it, that had a little more, like, goofy elements, and then I watched, like, the episode, the the first episode they meet, like, the Inquisitor, where they think, they think uh, what's her name, uh, Master Luminara is still alive, or whatever, or she survived the Clone Wars, and then, like, I thought that had a kind of, like, macabre, like, sort of ending or, or like, yeah, yeah. payoff to that where it's like, oh, she's not alive. They, but they find, like, her friggin', like, mummified corpse in that prison cell. And I was like, wow, that's kind of dark. But Yeah, they, they use her, like, Jedi after image to, like, lure other other Jedi to the Inquisitor so he can take them out. Yeah, so... But... Well, but that's kind of nice, though. At least that adds a little bit of weight. It's like you know, yeah, that, that was kind of yeah. yeah. I mean, if if I was if I was Derek from like ten years ago, I I would be enraged that anybody but Darth Vader killed all the Jedi. But at this point, I'm just kind of like you know, whatever. Like you know, <laughs> like it's just whatever. <clears throat> well, you know, you know how Darth Vader is. Like you must be this tall for me to kill you. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess so. I guess that's how it works. So yeah, I mean, I. I you know, I'll, obviously, I'll keep watching it. It seems like it's it's reignited the passions of a lot of folks with with Star Wars and and the new movies coming up and everything. So it seems like, at the very least, it it is a uh, a prime target for, I guess, uh, uh, kind of what Tony was saying before in the podcast, like a, a, maybe a disenfranchised fan base, and and maybe they're they're hoping to recapture a disenfranchised fan base by sort of going back to basics. I just wanted to add that like this show has a sort of hint of like the Jeff Lowe like sort of no continuity like clause sort of because it seems like Zeb and Ezra like go through the same exact relationship like flaw like like. Uh, 
uh, like roundabout in every episode where like they, they don't like each other. Oh wait, they sort of like each other. Oh, they've learned to like each other. Then at the start of the next episode, it's like they don't like each other again. And, <laughs> yeah, but it's like he, he laughs when he nearly falls off the ghost and plummets to his death. And then uh, uh, what's his face? Chopper was throwing milk cans, cartons at <laughs> yeah. his face. I think Chopper's yeah. like specifically trying to murder them, because or or Ezra at least, because he he was trying to like kill him basically. Well, what's with that? Like R two D two in the prequels seemed the same way. Like he was specifically out to murder C three PO. So it seems like Chopper like got that got that bug, whatever that droid bug is. He <laughs> just hates everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I, like I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna watch the show again, but you know, yeah, I thought it was okay. You know, basically. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll probably. I'll yeah. go on the other end and I'll say I I think the show's pretty decent. Is it the best thing in the world? No, but I like the first episode and I think I, I will try to keep watching it. Yeah, I think I think I'll keep watching it. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go so far to say like oh I'm never gonna watch this crap again. Like I I, I think it's fine. Like I, I just you know I, I'm voicing my you know, my biases and stuff like that, you know, the whole, you know, Luke's the only Jedi, God damn it, you know, or whatever, you know, like, that's just me being a, you know, McWhiny bitch fanboy or whatever about Luke Skywalker, because, because I like Luke, but, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll, this, you know, it's, it's entertainment, you know, and it, it'll probably be fun, I mean, some, some of the stuff is interesting, I mean, I, I don't know how much of it I will, you know, get, you know, super excited about but but i mean it's it's entertaining yeah yeah i, th- I think that's I'm, I'm the same way as you derek it didn't hurt my feelings i thought there were some good points so i'm okay with it cool well i guess that kind of wraps things up for our discussion on star wars rebels but before we go for a little interlude just keep in mind that tony and myself are coming back to discuss some star wars black action figures the new six-inch scale action figure line from Hasbro. So stick around for that after these wonderful musical interludes. Tony and myself discuss Star Wars Rebels, but also, as promised, uh, earlier in the show, we had mentioned that Tony and I had been getting into the Star Wars Black line of figures from Hasbro Toys, and so Tony's here with me, and we're going to discuss that line for a little bit, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy listening to us prattle on about six-inch scale Star Wars toys. Yeah, so, I was yeah. say, we are, we are not talking about the, the damn three and three-fourths. <laughs> 
No, no, yeah, I'm not. Well, I don't. I don't even collect that line. I, I, I don't even think I have any more Star Wars three and three fourth inch figures anymore. Like, I, so I that's that's how far out of it I, I sort of got. But yeah, I have a few, yeah. but uh, I'm not getting any of the Black series because a lot of them are just rehashes. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I'm. I, I don't think I've gotten a three and three fourths figure since Episode one, and then wow. I've I've gotten rid of all of those so yeah and including including the vintage ones so, yeah, and, and so long I, don't, time, I don't even have any of those long time fan holders will, will no doubt know your your trials and tribulations trying to get rid of the episode one figures yeah yeah possibly i don't know i don't know have i i don't know if i've ever bitched about that on the podcast but i know i know you know about it so yeah. but yeah so but I, I don't know if this is interesting for listeners or not but yeah i i did sort of get sucked back into the black series i mean i i think I, I think I have the Black Friday Amazon sale to blame because I think when these first came out, and of course the price point, you know, the standard retail is, you know, was nineteen ninety nine. I think now, who knows, it's like twenty two bucks or something crazy. But you know, it's it, obviously these are very expensive, but it's aimed at a collector's market and that kind of thing. And and I had been collecting DC Universe classics and some of the Marvel Legends stuff, and so these are basically in scale with those type of figures so it did appeal to me on that level but even when I was looking at those early on I was kind of like well but I don't really need those I'm like I'm out of Star Wars I don't need those you know and then I think the uh, the Black Friday sale like they were all I think like $9.99 or something like that and it was just too easy you know so I think it's like your, your first hit is free kid you know kind of thing <laughs> yeah. it wasn't free but it was at least it was like 50% off or something like that so you know and then and I think basically I think at that point I got that whole first wave except for the I think the Sand Trooper was still $19.99 when I got it but I think the X-Wing Luke and the R2-D2 and the what was it Darth Maul, I think. Darth Maul, yeah. Those, those were all nine ninety nine. So you know, so that that kind of sucked me into it and everything. And then I've been getting the the subsequent waves. I guess I've been pretty consistent. The last thing I got was from Big Bad Toy Store, and it was the Twinkies Darth Vader, which I, I don't know if we should talk about that too much because <laughs> he looks like a stupid chubby weirdo, and I'm kind of disappointed with him. But the Jedi Luke is awesome, the Chewbacca is pretty awesome, and then it came with yet another Stormtrooper. I guess this is the average, or maybe Sand Trooper, I guess is the better word, but he uh, he's the uh, white... The white palette, the white shouldered one, you know? Uh, so. I've got I've got the one at Walgreens, and his... his it's, it's called a pauldron. Yeah, there you go. Pauldron, okay. Yeah. See, uh, the go. one I've got is black. It's all black, like the pauldron. Oh, okay. So it well, might be a different we, we, one. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think it's the same one, but okay. but maybe I'm just misremembering or whatever. But yeah, I, I, I so I've got that one. I guess he's he's the non-leader one. He's the one without the orange one. I guess right. So yeah, yeah. He's just he's just yeah. yeah. So regular schmo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So and and I. Uh, what about you, Tony? Like, how did you come to like? What was your first black figure? And and were you on the fence? about collecting this line like I was because of the price and the, the execution or was it something where you're just like oh I want to I want to get into this um I, w- I was like interested slightly I was kind of like oh those look kind of neat but then they announced they were going to do a Boba Fett and I was like I am a Fett man I do love me some Boba Fett and I was like I'm definitely yeah. going to buy that but he wasn't going to be released for another month or two 
Yeah. And well, there was there was I guess technically like there was that early San Diego Comic Con one too, which everybody went apeshit over. Like yeah. I I just remember being happy because all I was doing at that point for the Hasbro toy shop stuff after San Diego Comic Con was you know staking out like the Marvel Legends set. And I was I, at that point. I was like, "Man, I'm so glad I'm not into Star Wars toys because those <laughs> poor bastards, like, they're hovering over the. Oh, I gotta get the fit, and I had the fit in my cart, and then it like sold out while I was trying to buy like, uh, you know, I don't know, the My Little Pony exclusive too, you know, or whatever yeah. the fuck they were doing. And it's just like I felt bad because I was like, "Oh man," and I guess that one comes with the uh, the carbonite or whatever. Yeah, it so. comes with like a Han Solo thing, which is probably just a big hunk of hollow plastic. Uh-huh. Yeah, actually, it's interesting because now you've got these guys that, you know, do a lot of these, uh, I guess you'd call them third party, or I guess there'd be a big argument, maybe they're knockoffs or whatever, but, you know, they're, they offer collectors, like, you know, they, they take casts of the uh, the carbonite type piece, and then, you know, if you look on eBay, you could probably find one of those, like, without having to shell out, like, 200 bucks for, Yeah, pick, it up, pick it up for, like, maybe 15 bucks or something like that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so... But but, uh, um, but sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Like you are a fet man, and that was what pushed you over the edge into uh, into collecting that that line. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I said though, he, he wasn't going to come out for a couple of months. So I was like, okay, I want to get my toe wet. I want to see if like these things are actually worth it, you know. And yeah, I, I was like you, I was like, well, is there anything cheap on there? And I'm like, uh, there, there was the first series, and none of them really you know appealed to me too much, except for Darth Maul. I do like Darth Maul as well. I guess I have a big thing for guys who die really stupidly. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fetish. If you're a badass and you die and you show that you're not a badass, you're my guy. But yeah, I got Darth Maul. And Darth Maul is actually really nice. He's one of the earlier ones. Not a lot of people really sing his praises. He's not amazing. But he was definitely of enough quality that I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm into this. I can buy this line. I'm, in, I'm into this line. This is pretty cool. I, I like the detail and everything. And it is very, very collector-oriented because, like, Darth Maul is pretty articulated. You know, they, they've all got, like, kind of the – kind of an amalgam of, like, Marvel Legends, DC, like, kind of articulation. They've got, like, the the elbows, the, the hands, you know, and the the knees, the ankles, the hips, and – the ab crunch and the, you know, head, like, you know, they got the standard, like, six-inch figure articulation, but, like, Boba Fett's like a brick from, like, above his knees to, like, below his ab crunch. You cannot move those fucking thighs. <laughs> well, because because that stupid belt's in the way, right? So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, he, he, you can pose him. I mean, the the joints are there. It's just, yeah, he's got all this junk and, you know, covering his, like, fucking thighs and stuff, and, uh... Yeah, it's not it's not quite of a malleable nature, you know that that belt pouch piece. You know the plastic doesn't really yield to uh, to movement or whatever. It's interesting though that you bring up like the the collector oriented stuff too, because that Darth Maul figure, you know, it came with you know you had your basic I guess unhooded head and and you know figure, but then there was also the version where you know he how he comes in the box with like the cloak on his head and the big long robe. So it's almost like you know whereas if you you know basically speaking as somebody who stopped buying the line the three and three fourths line you know with episode one in the episode one line you not only bought that version of Darth Maul at the end fight of episode one but you had to buy a whole separate figure for the fight between him and Qui-Gon on Tatooine with yeah. him 
you know, in the, the hood and everything. But, you know, conceivably, if you bought this six-inch black figure, you can alternate. Or I guess you could buy two if you wanted to display them both separately or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but, but you can switch back and forth to whichever version, you know, you like. So if someday they made a six-inch Qui-Gon with a poncho, you know, you could have the hooded mall, you know, face off against him in some kind of desert sequence. Yeah, you can have like, like either that. Tatooine but, or you can have him in like Naboo, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could do the Naboo thing as well, yeah. Yeah, so. I mean, yeah, that, that was kind of cool, you know, I kind of appreciate it. I also did buy, there, there's an exclusive, either, well, it is out now because Derek has them, but there's a, a exclusive white Boba Fett from Walgreens and I've been looking for him and I picked up the Sand Trooper that Derek mentioned previously, that's why I knew what color the pauldron was. So I, I only have three. But I, I, they're coming out with Bosk soon, and yeah, you said you said you were keen on on maybe collecting like the bounty hunters and stuff like that. I know, I think IG eighty eight was one of the ones. that yeah. might be up on the on the docket as well. Yeah, because I've got all of them in three, three and three four. So those are like like I really like the bounty hunters. I like that little scene in Empire. So I got all the small bounty hunters. I have all the Titanium Series bounty hunter ships, like half of the sh- – well, actually over half the ships you never see in the movie. And basically if they do this with the 6-inch Black Series, I'm pretty much going to make a little display where it's going to be the 6-inch figure, the 3-and-3-4-inch three three figure, and the ship and, like, you know, have it kind of be well, like – That's you know, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that would look kind of cool, you know. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I await the uh, the picture setup when, when when you finally do have all that assembled, because that sounds pretty sweet. Yeah, all I've got to wait on is Dengar, uh, 4LOM, and Zuckus to be announced. And I'll, I'll, be, I'll be in high gear, so. <laughs> sweet, sweet. 4LOM, Zuckus. Yeah. It's I, weird how, like, 4LOM and Zuckus, their names were screwed up in the uh, vintage line. So um, when I say 4LOM, I'm thinking of the guy with the little beige cloak and everything, even though I guess that's Zuckus, and 4LOM obviously is the, the droid bounty hunter. But I guess growing up with the vintage line, it's like Rumble is red, Frenzy is blue thing. Like, I'm all ass-backwards with that kind of thing. I, I In my head... Like, I, I've gotten it straight, you know, I, I know how it is, but for a long time I was like you, because I grew up with the vintage line, too, and I'm like, no, Zuckus is the robot, he's like the... the yeah, yeah. You know, he's the best. And then, and for, for Lom was the mail-away figure with the nice kind of leathery coat. I wonder how his, if they do do, um, they do do, <laughs> do do, if they, if, if they do release a... Okay, sorry to confuse everyone yet again. If they do release a Zuckus, which I'm calling Forlom, because <laughs> I'm fucking warped in the brain. If they do release him, do you think, like, because so far, I guess the, the point of contention with some of these figures, and, and I guess it applies to my, my distaste of Darth Vader, is the quote-unquote cloth goods. I guess yeah. there's been some contention about that. And in some cases, like, it's turned out good, and in some cases it's kind of looked shitty. I know I know, Slave Leia got a lot of crap because her, I don't, I don't know what you call that, her little, like, shawl or whatever, you know, that, that drapes across. Loin, loincloth, I don't know. You know, that that only is, you know, it's cloth goods. So a lot of people were unhappy with that. I mean, I've even seen custom tutorials where people cut off the cloth good and take the three and three fourths inch loincloth and do a, you know, swappable custom thing with it so that it's actually a, 
you know, a hard plastic piece or, I don't know, maybe malleable plastic, but, well, you know. I, I think the problem with the cloth goods, is, well, from the figures I have, Darth Maul is pretty good. His cloth goods are are rather soft. You know, they're kind of, they go with the figure. But, like, Boba Fett, even though I like Boba Fett, and he's a, he's a nice figure, he's really fun to display, his cape is, like, rigid. It is. You know what's interesting, though? Like, Boba Fett's, like, cape, being rigid like that, I prefer to, like, because Darth Vader's cape is not like that. Yeah, like, I've seen pictures. I don't have them, but yeah, well, I mean, we might as well talk about it a little bit. We won't, like, totally slam the figure, because I don't have them. No, 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 no. I, I don't want to, like, slam. I mean, if you enjoy the, the six-inch Darth Vader, like, that's fine. Like, I just, I, I, I got the pack from Big Bad Toy Store where it was the set of four. I think if I had seen these in the wild, which I really never do, I would have just gotten the Jedi Luke and the Chewbacca and left the other two there because I was like, I don't really need another Sand Trooper. And maybe I think I'm thinking maybe I'll get the either the Mafex or the Revoltech Darth Vader at some point just to have options, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. You know. Even if he's not exactly the same scale. He's like a little bit off, isn't he? I don't know. The Mafex stuff is usually six-inch exact, you know, like six-inch like Legends... DC Universe Classic 6-inch, which is probably like 6.25 or, you know, whatever it really turns out to be. So I think I think the Mafex one will fit right in. I don't know about the Revoltech. Like, normally the Revoltechs uh, aren't exactly, you know, they're, they're probably like maybe smaller than Movie Masters. Like, but I could be wrong because I don't have too many of those. So. Yeah, I know like Optimus Prime was like kind of... Yeah, though the Rodimus is really really tiny but yeah. but i don't think i don't think all of them are that tiny so yeah those are early figures too so i think they've kind of dabbled with the scale so i don't know but yeah yeah i've seen the pictures of the the vader and, and like you said like it is is the figure himself chunky or is it just the cloth goods that make him look fat um See, this is, I think it gets confused because I think the reason why he looks chunky to me is because he suffers from the helmet syndrome, which is like, you know, like when, like, like, remember that old, old Toy Biz Iron Man figure that first came out with the Uh, Toy Biz Iron Man line and like how it was like you could take off his helmet and for whatever reason you could have a shirtless Tony Stark with like Iron Man boots walking around like that was going to fool anybody. But like (laughs) it's supposed to be like, hey, look, it's Tony Stark, right? And he can, I don't know, power up his chest or something, his arc reactor or whatever. But the, 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 the point of that is if you're familiar with that figure, because of the way that that's designed that you could remove his chest armor and his helmet, that Iron Man helmet was fucking ginormous. I mean, because you you sculpted the regular head of Tony Stark, and then the Iron Man armor, you know, was like fathead Iron Man or whatever. And I I feel like the same thing. The the head sculpt of um, Anakin Skywalker underneath the the quote-unquote Sebastian Shaw Return of the Jedi head sculpt, like, that looks very nice. Like, if you take that helmet off, it looks almost like, it, it, it could pass almost as a normal figure with a cape that's way too big for him. You know, like, I, I think I think that figure looks good if, like, you knelt down your Jedi Luke and, like, stuck 
you know, Sebastian Shaw, Anakin, right next to him, like, on his deathbed, and is like, you know, tell your sister you were right. <laughs> you were right on You know, like, like so you do, you do that scene with those figures, I think it would look pretty cool. But when, like, you stick the helmet on, it's like, he, you could just get that vibe, it's just a little too big, like, he ate a little too many Twinkies, you know, or yeah. whatever it is, like, so, you know. Just so. proportions are just a little off, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like like that's and 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 the cape is kind of too big. Like I I don't know, it's just and and then I guess the the other problem is instead of the again, uh I guess for lack of a better term, the the loincloth portions of Vader, you know, those are also cloth goods. So I I don't know. It's just I I think if that part was like plastic maybe cuz like what what I find interesting is I'm not like I don't think like the Anakin Skywalker figure is like the greatest figure in the world but like there's this weird combination of some of the the loincloth is cloth brown goods but then the leather portion like is actually pretty cool like yeah. I like that like it's kind of like hard leathery like you know how you think it would be and that's just for the I guess the you know the crotch area or whatever. Yeah. It's not like the leather is all over his, you know, chest or whatever. Yeah, that's, like that's, that's why that I like Darth plastic, Maul. Because so. Darth yeah. Maul's like, his hood is just a big rubber piece of plastic, and right, you can right, just take right. it right off, but when you put it on, the way that it's molded, it just hangs right. It looks good, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, there's there's give and takes or whatever. I mean, you know, so, I mean, I I would think that, you know, if you're into that line, like, I guess you're just going to have to face that, you know, dealing with cloth goods is going to have to be, you know, a fact of life, I guess, because they're, you know, that, that that was the other thing. Like, I think when everybody saw the photos for the six-inch Emperor figure, I think everybody kind of went, aww, you know, <laughs> it's like, he just looks like a dude with, like, the cloth, I don't know how to explain it. It's just very... Disappointing. Looks like but, a guy in a big old like a bed sheet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it doesn't it doesn't exactly scream like you know the emperor, but you know the evil emperor. Well, I I know one thing you were talking about. Like, well, you have been talking about on uh, the the forum we we post on is uh, speaking of the third party guys. One of the most uh, interesting things is there's an Obi Wan Kenobi figure from the uh, the prequel era. I think it's like Attack of the Clones, Obi Wan. And oh yeah, well I guess it's Revenge of the Sith Obi Wan. Oh, it really, is okay. Well, I don't know. I guess it could work for both, right? But, yeah, but like his. I don't know. Some some Star Wars fan will yell at me and, and correct me. You know, like yeah, the, no, the no, no, guy. <laughs> to make sure that we we get it right. But yeah. um, his head sculpt is actually great. He has a great head sculpt, but they made it too small, and they also just didn't give a shit about the paint job. And there's these guys who do who like do ups, you know, upscales. Like they make like the heads a little bit bigger, and they'll send it. To yeah, you that's to... actually the, we we um I've I've given him a shout out a couple times, but I'll give him a shout out again. That that's actually from a guy uh, named Glassman, and it's from Glassman Customs. And like he was the guy I had send me the the Coulson head that I had made, and I gave a shout out on the podcast once. Oh, cool. And then also he he was the guy who helped me do the paint jobs on the. Uh, I, I sent him, like, a Masters of the Universe, um, I think, it, I forget what the fucking gorilla's name is, but it's, like, some gorilla from the Masters of the Universe line, and I basically had him repaint him up as Kong Gorilla, so, like, you know... And oh, like, I, think it was, I think it says Shadow Beast? 
Yeah, something, whatever it's called. But, like, you know, it was this green, lime green freaking gorilla. And, like, he basically repainted him so he looks like Kong Gorilla. And it's like, man, that guy, like, his paint job is, like, the way he paints stuff is phenomenal. Like, you know, so, I mean, if if you're ever thinking about, you know, any kind of, like, you know, custom heads and, and having them painted by him or whatever, like, you know. Well, I mean, I, I, mean, I don't, know? I don't have anything in hand that he's ever done. I mean, I haven't ordered anything from him, but obviously you have. But like the uh, the Obi Wan figure, even though I've never had it in my hand, like his his upscale and like somebody painting it is like just the pictures you've shown on Botalk in that video that you you put up. It's it's amazing how good the sculpt is and how a good paint job. He looks like he's yeah. from the movie. He looks like he's right from yeah. the movie. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that. That I guess is is another fair point of criticism, I suppose, because I I think like the, the the thing I've heard most commonly is that first wave of figures seem to have very good paint apps. Now, to be fair, it, it it's not too hard to fuck up a stormtrooper's paint apps. I mean, you Black know, and white, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but. I guess with with facial likenesses, I guess is what most people are referring to, and those are the most difficult things to probably deliver. So you've got X-wing Luke, which I guess was going to be, you know, that set the bar. And I think most people would agree that the X-wing Luke paint apps and head sculpt, like, were both good. But I think as the line has progressed, uh, the way I've heard it explained, and it pretty much makes sense, is. At some point, they turned it over to a factory who was used to doing the three and three-fourths figures paint apps, and they're treating six-inch figures like they're three and three-fourths-inch figures, and that's why you get the Obi-Wan head that is kind of, oh, dab, dab, the eyes are done, dab, dab, you know, the hair is done. You know, splash. Okay, the, the beard's done. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, and and it's not quite. It's like instead of doing like you know maybe you know fifteen different tries of the paint apps, it's like they're doing the three and three fourths way, which would just be like five. You know, five steps. You know, and and that's why you know things like eyes and likenesses and things. Even even if the sculpt is great, it gets covered up by kind of a, a, a mediocre paint job, which I, I can totally see that. I mean, that, yeah. that's... Because, like, I have Darth Maul, who's, like, a original, you know, wave, like, the first wave, and he looks great. His face is great. You yeah. Know, it's, like, it was really well-done paint apps and stuff, but I have seen some in stores. I've seen, like, Han Solo, and uh, I'm trying to think of some other, like, face guys I've seen. Um, well, I mean, I guess, to be fair, like, as you, as you go down the line with the Lukes, like, there's the X-Wing Luke, there's the Bespin Luke, which is the one I was looking the most forward to, and then the Jedi Luke, and, you know, I mean, you can take a look at all the paint apps, I mean, I don't, I don't think the Jedi Luke looks terrible, and I don't think the Bespin Luke looks terrible, but I do see what people are saying about the, the quality, in term of, in terms of how they were painted, from from the original, you know. Yeah, it's like they got all they they do all the technical stuff right as far as like you know the the outfits and the clothing and stuff. It's just those damn likenesses. <laughs> yeah, they just can't. I nail mean, it. yeah. Well, see, that's what's funny is I think I think the likeness probably does get nailed, but well, it's yeah, a matter of the sculpt. Bringing, yeah. It's a matter of bringing that likeness out of the sculpt with with corresponding 
pain apps, and and I think the problem is sometimes those pain apps don't don't always correspond. I, so. I often wonder. I don't. Do you, I don't know if you know this or not. I don't. I don't. Does Hasbro use Gentle Giant for their uh, face sculpts? Uh, I know Gentle Giant is the ones who sculpted these Black Series figures, so that they're the ones who did all the sculpting. So okay, well, I, that, I think I, I think you know I think that's why that that Obi Wan head looks so great once it's you know I think that's part of it you know once it was scaled sort of correctly and and also you know painted and then when you see it you're like holy shit that does look like you and McGregor you know but yeah. it's like it's it just you you had to sort of clean it up but I mean you can basically like you can see like. You know, I, I'm just looking at like the Jedi Luke, and it's like it—it it just has that the way the paint is done. It, it's kind of got this cartoony like look to the eyes. Whereas the further back you go, you know, the Bespin Luke doesn't look quite that cartoony to me, and the X-wing Luke certainly doesn't look quite that cartoony. Is, is it know? cartoony or derpy? Well, I mean, you—you uh, you know, to me, I don't know. You—you you can make up your own mind, but. Um, I actually just sent you a, a photo of, of the, the Jedi Luke figure that I have in hand. So, you know, you can take a look at that. He's actually standing next to my Kikaida figure arts, which is also interesting because the scale of these seem to match, I guess you'd say, like the actors maybe in some sense, because, you know, Han Solo or Harrison Ford, I guess, is a certain height, and he's definitely fits in with a lot of six-inch like DC, UC, Marvel Legends figures, but you could see this Bespin Luke is almost you know side by side with a figure arts Kikaida, and he basically they they look like they're the same exact height, you know. So it's wow. it's kind of interesting. Like Mark Hamill is probably not as tall, maybe I guess is what they're going for. So yeah, I mean like they don't you know they don't look bad. Obviously, like, like I said, the sculpting is great. It's just that that you know that damn paint job. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, the, there could be some more attention, especially to the faces, you know, like where where maybe they need to have another division work on that or something like that. But, you know, I guess I guess that's always going to be a pitfall of of those kind of scale of action figures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, now, before anybody thinks we're just kind of like dumping all over, there's definitely some good figures. Are <clears throat> there any uh, characters who not been announced that you're kind of wanting to get your hands on or hoping they make? It's weird. I, I, I have, like, a catch-22 about it. I think I, – I, I don't know if this is going to be the normal answer of most people because I would imagine most people would want, quote-unquote, you know, canon six-inch figures first before okay. anything else or or at least more original trilogy canon six-inch figures before anything else. I, I have a strange desire for, like, snips – like I want a snip six inch figure, like for some stupid reason I don't know why I just do and and like it wouldn't even probably work because she'd have to be all cartoony and stuff. But I I kind of want a snips figure, and then the only other thing that you know since you can't get enough Boba Fett, I'm all they, they may as well keep re-releasing Boba Fett. Like maybe they could give him like the the holiday special colors or something. Like I think that'd be funny. But, you know, like th- things like that, I know that's probably not what people would want to hear, you know, in terms of like what figures they'd want next. I mean, obviously, when the line first came out, I was all about Darth Vader and Bespin Luke. Now I'm kind of disappointed with Darth Vader. So I don't know that I want to like, you know, single out any 
figure lest I be disappointed with them. But I mean, you know, uh, you know, some of the stuff that's coming up is kind of cool. Like the, uh, the, they've shown at the San Diego, they have like the Hoth Luke and the Wampa. Like I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Like I, I, I was, you know, kind of like how you like uh, doing the bounty hunter thing. Like even when I was a little kid, you know, and I didn't have every single vintage figure, which I did at some point eventually, but I was always proud of the fact, like, I was like, I've got all the Lukes, you know, like, whenever there were, you know, if there were three Lukes, I had them all, and then when there were, like, seven Lukes, and it was, like, the Endor Luke with the freaking Power of the Force coin, I was like, I got them all, I got the Stormtrooper <laughs> Luke with the Power of the Force coin, you know, it's like, I, I kind of dig having all the different Luke Skywalkers, so, I mean, I would be happy with you know, a ceremonial Luke or, uh, you know, any anything that they haven't done yet. I know that's kind of strange, too, because I know a lot of people are like, I want somebody other than Luke Skywalker. But You're you know, like, give me all the Lukes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, 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 I would enjoy that. I mean, I would even enjoy, like, a Dark Forces Luke, even though I guess they're not acknowledging that as as canon anymore. Yeah, um, it doesn't exist anymore, you know, Derek. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it doesn't exist, even though we just uh, we just used the holocron. Um, but, yeah, yeah. so... Um, <laughs> You know, I mean, I, I could go crazy and be like, where's my Lumia figure and my Mara Jade or what? But, you know, hey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... Get, get a six-inch get a six inch Grand Admiral Thrawn. <laughs> you know. I want I just want a six-inch tar- Tarkin with slippers. Oh. That'd be cool. With, with slippers? That'd be rad. I, I, I wonder, like, if the paint apps would, would mess up... Uh, Peter Cushing's face, but but I think that would be cool for all kinds of horror collectors and everything, just to have a, a Peter Cushing in that scale, one way or the other. You pop off the head, and he could be like Van Helsing or whoever you want him to be. Yeah, so, yeah. I'm on whatever you need. Yeah. I don't, as far as like uh, characters, I'd like to see. Obviously, I want to get the bounty hunters. That's that's a that's a given. Um, since I do like bounty hunters, I myself like you want snips. I'd be pretty stoked to get Cad Bane in a six. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a pretty cool character, and they probably couldn't fuck up his paint apps too much. I mean, you just got some some green skin and some some red eyes, pretty much, right? So. Yeah, yeah, and a cowboy hat. So <laughs> you know, like yeah, yeah, be, be pretty sweet. Um, I wouldn't mind him. Um, trying to think of anybody else off the top of my head. Like I, I'm like you. I'm I'm not like super into Star Wars. I know we're doing a Star Wars. I bet show. you. I bet you. I bet you. Everybody would be like super excited to get an Admiral Ackbar. You know, you're running around. It's a trap. <laughs> it's a know, trap. Like, <laughs> Especially if like like he can move his mouth. <laughs> That's a trap. Oh <laughs> uh, gosh, I'm trying to think. Um, I I sorry. I just uh, to interject. I have a funny story about Admiral Ackbar. Admiral Ackbar if I recall correctly, at one point was a mail-away figure. The figure came in the mail. I immediately broke the head off of Admiral Akbar. Nice. My mom, being a wonderful mom, wanted to help me, so she was going to fix Admiral Akbar. Uh, she glued the head back on, but she didn't realize what Admiral Akbar looked like, so she actually glued the back on the front. So for years, I had an Admiral Akbar who, like, you know, looked like, I don't know, Vulture Man from the Thundercats or whatever, because, you know, the, the pointy back end was actually the front end. So anyway, I was, How's everything going? Yeah, yeah, I just thought that was a funny, funny story. But anyway, that's my, my story about broken-headed, backward, glued-on Admiral Akbar. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, hey. Everybody needs a backwards-headed Admiral Akbar, I think. Like I, I, I like I always like the idea these days like of completing teams too. So I mean I I don't know if they're like I guess your goal of getting all the bounty hunters would be like you know bounty hunter team unlocked 
script or whatever. Yeah. I don't know That's quite, yeah. you know, what you'd want to go for. I know some people are pushing for, like, you know, if you have X-Wing Luke and, you know, uh, a New Hope Han Solo, you know, people are pushing for, well, why can't we get, you know, a New Hope Princess Leia with the, you know, the cinnamon buns? You know, why does it have to be Slave Leia, you know, type thing? Yeah, because they got but two podcasts, you know, C-3PO's but, but they have released... They have released Jabba the Hutt, so, you know, Slave Leia can easily fit with that, and they've got Jedi Luke. And then, you know, maybe you should be asking, well, why don't I have uh, strung out Han Solo, who just came out of the Carbonite? You know, like, I don't, I don't know. You know yeah, I'd like, feel terrible. <laughs> yeah, so, so the, the, you know, you could you could be asking that question instead. So Yeah, or, or C-3PO with his eye hanging out. Um. <laughs> it seems like if you wanted to complete, like, the original cast, like, C-3PO is the big thing missing at the moment. Yeah, yeah, because you've got at least one version of everybody, like yeah. in different different eras, I guess you would say. Different eras or outfits. I mean, I do, I, 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 I do appreciate at least in Wave One. Like I was saying, Darth Maul could double as either version of Darth Maul, and and as someone who's bought like you know, at least seven versions of R two D two, like it was kind of awesome that like that Black Series R2-D2, he could be the lightsaber shooting out of his head R2-D2, or he could be the sensor scope one, or he could be, like, the, you know, flighty rocket, like, guy who wants to kill 3PO from Episode 2. I've, I've you actually know, like, thought about getting R2-D2, because he's got a lot of shit with him. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I mean, to me, I was like, oh, it's an all-purpose R2-D2. Like, it's not like you have to buy, like, three different versions of him. It's, like, it's all, you know, he's like a... Uh, Swiss Army Knife R2-D2, where he can be all the different versions of R2-D2. So in that sense, I would say he's a, you know, he's a plus in my book. But uh, I guess the reason why I brought that up is uh, it'd be nice if they could go back to doing that. Because some people are asking, like, with Jedi Luke, it's like, well, he's the Jedi Luke at the end of Return of the Jedi, but he's not really the Jedi Luke who walks into Jabba's palace. He doesn't have oh, he doesn't a robe. Oh. He, doesn't, he doesn't have the little... I don't know what you call that, his vest, you know, that goes over his top when he walks into Jabba's palace, you oh, know, okay. like that kind of thing. You know, it, there's not an alternate hand, you know, he doesn't have a, uh, what do you call it? Battle like, he, yeah, he couldn't have come with, like, a, a robot hand that got shot, or he couldn't have come with a, a flesh hand, you know, like those kind of things. Like, so it's like, I, you know, it is supposed to be a collector's line. So I think those are valid little, little, little things that, like, you know, that, like, that they could have done. Like, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, even throwing that little blaster, he grabs from the alien to like shoot job. Yes. Yeah. See the, the, the blaster that was in the, you know, but, but see the reason why that wasn't included was because he's not really in that outfit too. So it's like, yeah, it's not an, it's basically, he's not an all purpose, Return of the Jedi Luke Skywalker. It's not like you can just stick a poncho on him and a helmet and then you're done, you know, like for Endor Luke, you know. But you could, you know what I mean? You could use the same tooling to help build Endor Luke, but then... Then the piece of what you want, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, I I don't know. There, there's things they could have done with some of it, but... Like, like know, Han Solo, I, like the original Han Solo. Like, I thought it was really, really cool. And they didn't have to do it. They gave him his gloved hands when he's like in the cockpit, like the gun turret. Yeah, yeah. See, like I, I, I would, I would hope that there'd be more stuff like that moving forward than than less. Like I, I hope they wouldn't skimp out on those extras. Yeah. Yeah, and well, like I said, it, it is a collector's line, and I mean, for twenty twenty two, let's say twenty two dollars. That's probably what your average is going to be paying for twenty two twenty two bucks. Like I can look at a black figure and be like. That's a good figure. He he's he's nicely done. I appreciate the detail that went into it and stuff like that. 
And then, you know, I think about it, though, and I'm like, they could have done so much more. And, like, it's, it's just little things that would have made it really good. And I'm not saying they're bad figures. It's just the little things make it a great figure. You know? Yeah. It's just like, I'm trying to think of, like, one of the figures that I was, like, hoping for. Gosh, I'm trying to think of, like, somebody that we haven't named. Like, I don't know. Let's see. Admiral Piet. <laughs> Porkins. Porkins. Uh, that will be a $30 figure. <laughs> sweet, dude. He's going to be a Hasbro Toy Shop exclusive. Porkins. <laughs> with, with real, with the sound chip, you push him, he's like, I got it, I got it. I got it. Ah! It's like General Reichen, um Mon Mothma. I'm just, I'm, the rest of the podcast is just going to be me listing <laughs> Star Wars characters that okay. people uh, don't Admiral want to buy. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like Jimmy Jimmy Smith. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> this is who he is in the movie. Just Jimmy Smith. <laughs> Senator Jimmy Smith. <laughs> <laughs> who would not want a Jimmy Smith action figure? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you can take. Uh, you can like pull off his shirt, and he's got like a like a three piece suit on for L.A. Law action. What about what about the the Cloud City car pilot? Like they should make a six inch figure of that. I was actually thinking about the bald guy with with the the robot hair. Oh, uh, Lobot. Yeah, yeah. Lobot. Well, they haven't even. You know, speaking of this, this is probably everybody's yelling at us because we haven't mentioned it yet. But they they haven't made Lando yet, and Lando is probably just as essential as C three PO. So. They should probably get to work on that Billy D with you know, so we can run out and buy like one twelfth miniatures of Colt forty five from dollhouse makers and have our own little commercials and stuff. So. Well, I, I actually was thinking about Lando when I was thinking about like figures they could change, but like the thing is, is like the only difference he he, he has he has three looks. He has Lando at Cloud City, and he has Lando stole Han Solo's stuff out of his ship. <laughs> out of his ship, his, his closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. At the end of Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about because I made like little customs of that. I remember back when the Power of the Force line came out, I bought an extra Lando and an extra muscle bound. You know, this was back when Han Solo had like you know He-Man chest or whatever, like they all did, right? And I, t- I took muscle bounded uh, Lando and muscle bounded uh, Han Solo, and I popped off Han Solo's head and I swapped in Lando's head, and then I had to get some like brown testers paint and paint um, paint Han's uh, hands and everything. So. Oh yeah, just so you could have like you know, just so I could have uh, I could have uh, Lando uh, closet you know, closet lodging action. <laughs> Yeah, whatever was going on there at the end of Empire. He just he's like went to his ship and he's just like, that motherfucker's dead. I'm wearing his shirt. <laughs> hey, uh, he's like, he's like, I don't, I don't live on Cloud City no more. I can't. Nobody's doing my laundry. I gotta have some clean clothes. <laughs> I gotta wash my cape. <laughs> and, but in his, in his other, his other look was. Uh, his uh, was he a general in Return of the Jedi? But like he had the yeah, the, the, yeah. the kind of he, he had his, his general outfit with the little cape and everything. I guess he, he, they could make a figure of the skiff guard too. Oh know, yeah, skiff yeah. Skies Lando, you know. So there's there's a number of options for Lando. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's got, he's, he they could go with. I know. I, I don't know what the most you know hated version would be. It probably would be 
the Han Solo redo, and and they could easily do that by just like using that existing buck, but changing like a few things, you know. Yeah, just like the hands and yeah, just the head, yeah, pretty much, <laughs> and like paint his chest. Yeah. <laughs> Han Solo in Dirty Laundry Day. <laughs> no. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so. Oh man, that's horrible. And do you, do you do you? I mean, I know you're not like I know you were burned earlier when you were uh, collecting them in the uh, early 2000s. But do, do you mind the uh, prequel characters being in there? Uh, I guess not. Like, I mean, I can understand why they're included. Like, honestly, like I, I know we we didn't talk about this too much, but. Besides Snips, I, I would really, I mean, since we have Darth Maul, I, I would really like a, a Qui-Gon Jinn figure. I mean, I, I would really enjoy that, like, because I, I feel like he's, uh, of most of the prequel characters, like, I, I would probably like a Qui-Gon Jinn figure. And I, I you know, and I know everybody's going to shoot me, but just think of all the fun you could have with a six-inch Jar Jar Binks figure. I mean, come on. <laughs> the, 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 the boundless, boundless, endless comedy that could be had with that figure, you know, so, like, I, I, I would not begrudge, you know, I mean, you know, so far what, we've got uh, the clone troopers, which I think everybody is, uh, you know, I mean, not me, per se, but I know a lot of people are fans of the clone troopers, and, yeah. and of course, there's there's endless variations, you know, you could have Commander Cody and all these other, you know, different colored you know, clones, whether it's like the, the ones that, yeah, yeah. That, that operate on Kashyyyk or, or just, you know, your standard ones and stuff like that. I, I wouldn't mind having a fucking rat tail Padawan Obi-Wan or whatever, you know, like those <laughs> kind of things. You know? Because like I said, we've got Darth Maul, you know, you might as well do the little, you know, Naboo fight set up or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know, smart-ass uh, Obi-Wan, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think stuff like that would be fun. So, uh, yeah, I do not. I mean, honestly, like, I... I think the um, Anakin figure, the Revenge of the Sith, like the, you know, I hate you, you know, that figure, like, it's it's not too bad. I mean, I don't like the movies or anything, but the, like I said, the way the leather was done and the, the, the figure, like, it, it's not, it's not bad. Like, I don't, I don't have any problem with it. So. Yeah, and I mean, you know, this is going to make me sound like a flippin' fashion designer, but like, Anakin's outfit, his Jedi outfit, was was kind of cool in that uh, that movie. I mean, just because yeah, the character yeah, yeah. sucks doesn't mean his outfit wasn't cool. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, it looks fine. Like so. Yeah, I mean, there's like I, the thing that I want. Yeah, speaking of that, I guess I guess they could easily tool uh, the Boba Fett to be uh, Jango Fett too. I suppose. I was thinking about that. It, it it would. I mean, as far as I know, they really only the only thing they'd really have to do is like. Paint him like Django's colors and get rid of like the pouches and just give him his like double holster. Yeah, so I mean that's I, I would imagine maybe people would be interested in other prequel Jedi as well, you know, like Mace Windu and Kiati Mundi and Penis Head. <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, fucking like the the fanboy love. Uh, what was that girl's name? The blue girl, Ayla Secura. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the the Twi'lek, yeah. They they would probably go crazy for her, like Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't have a problem with like the prequel characters. What what do you think they they've done pretty good with the scale? Like I know Chewbacca is pretty huge, right? Yeah, he's tall. He's really tall. And um, and obviously the, the the one thing I will say about some of them though, like in terms of like not just paint quality, but also um I don't know what the way to describe this is articulation quality. I did notice on that last case, I was doing a lot of 
the the I guess it, most people call it the boil and pop trick, but I actually use a hair dryer most of the time because I'm too lazy to boil water, and supposedly my state's in a drought, so I can't just you know boil water for toys willy nilly or whatever. Yeah. So. Anyway, but but I use the hairdryer trick, which is probably not good too, because then they say you're not conserving energy, so I'm fucked either way. But anyway, I'm I'm using the hairdryer because I'm a lazy fuck, and the Chewbacca leg and the Jedi Luke arm, like it, I just noticed, like a lot of them were very tight to the point where you know how like normally you get a figure out and you just try to work all the joints and make sure you sort of crack that paint and get everything moving and stuff. And it's just, there were certain limbs where it's like, if I get too forceful with it, I was like, I'm going to break this. Like, so I'm like, well, let me take it and soften it up and everything. And it took a little while. And then eventually like it sort of cracked properly. Do you know what I mean? Like where it wasn't like, Oh, you just broke this $22 toy or whatever. It's like, Oh, okay. This is, this is, you know, but yeah, the, the leg of Chewbacca and one of Luke's arms were, were a lot like that. And I was like, man, I was just, I felt weird. Cause it was like, I was like, Oh, I, you know, you expect it maybe on like one figure or something, but it seemed like it was like almost all of them had something like that where you had to sort of soften them up and stuff. So that sucks. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's like the bane of collectors is like, you don't want to figure that's loose and wobbly, but you also don't want to figure that like you're like, all right, I'm going to yeah, bend your elbow. Yeah, it's like this arm. Is, <laughs> you're like this arm is frozen in place. Jedi powers be damned. Yeah. Like this is apparently when he was on Hoth in his Jedi outfit. I guess. Yeah, and his arm was frozen. Um, uh, actually, you mentioned earlier, and I know you have both of them. What do you what do you think of like the? Uh, I, I, well, I wouldn't say larger scale, but I guess you would say the special figures, the uh, Biker Scout and Jabba. I mean, I know, oh, you're, okay. I know you're kind of let down with Jabba's wonderful cardboard palace. Well, it, it feels weird because I, I, I did get the San Diego Comic-Con version, and it's not what you'd call collector-friendly. I mean, you, you I I haven't taken it out of the box because I just feel like it would basically sort of destroy what what you spent the money on almost like so i just kind of i've left it alone i've posed a number of of figures next to java you know like it's a java photo op or something but i i haven't really <laughs> done much Leia, with it. and this is my I mean, java in a box <laughs> i guess if i was i guess if i was like super obsessed with having a java that wasn't stuck in that box i could just get the standard java and take them out of the box and like i don't know have them go on adventures with Superman or something or whatever I want yeah, to do. He doesn't, really, but, he doesn't really come with anything. Like he just has him and salacious crumb, right? Well, the, the, the comic con one comes with salacious crumb and comes with that little hookah, like the little uh, arc, you know, yeah. that's basically what it comes with. And then the rest of it, you know, is, is basically made of cardboard. So, so I just left that alone, but I guess the retail version doesn't come with salacious crumb. It doesn't come with the hookah. It doesn't have the cardboard background and it's just in a black you know, box with the little see-through window. So, like I said, I wouldn't feel bad about chucking that box and throwing it away, but I don't think I foresee myself buying another Java. And I haven't actually opened the Biker Scout yet, so I can't really speak too much to it. I just, it's, it's, it's next to the Java that hasn't been opened. So they're just hanging out with each other. I know the Biker Scout looks nice, especially the speeder bike, like for the size and everything. It's like, yeah, they, they, I mean, it looks fine. I just haven't, I haven't taken it out and messed around with it as I have. I, I guess it's just, I guess it's a little easier to unbox the other figures because they're just, 
the figures, I suppose. So. Yeah. Do you want, like, do you have, like, a desire for more figures like that? Let's say, like, they did a battle droid with those little hover bikes they have. Would you be, like, cool with that? Would you want more stuff like that? Mm, I, 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 I have to admit, all that makes me think of is Episode One prequel toys, so that actually <laughs> was almost like a turn-off. It was like, you're, like, you're like thinking of, like, oh, you know, this really beautiful woman, and then all of a sudden, like, this haggard old lady with, like, you know, droopy raisin tits came in, and you're like, oh. <laughs> like, that's that's what that is. That's the equivalent, you know, to that. But um, uh, How about, how about okay, Luke's coming out with uh, 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 Tauntaun. I mean, Wampa, how about uh, Hoth? Uh, Han Solo with a Tauntaun. Well, he that actually is coming. So oh, okay. it, that was a revealed at San Diego. But like that, I mean, you know, yeah, I got no problems with things like that. Like those are kind of cool. Like, you know, maybe yeah, I, I wouldn't even be mad if they re-released the speeder bike with Leia or Luke or something like oh. that. Like I, 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 you know, that'd be fine. Like I just, you know, that reminded me like when they used to make twelve-inch Star Wars dolls, and I remember I went to Toys R Us one time. And they actually had a 12-inch uh, scale Tauntaun with a uh, Hoth. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember that. That thing yeah, was yeah. huge. <laughs> was yeah, massive. yeah. Like as big as like a Godzilla toy. But anyway, um, that's not Black Series. Now, I'm just wondering if you, if you, if you, if you like them in, in incorporating like, you know, larger scaled like, I guess you would say accessories or larger scaled like, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, like I guess not everybody would be considered six-inch scale. Like I suppose if they, if they did a general Grievous, you'd have to be – like a little bigger, right? So yeah, he's like know, he, that would be like seven or eight feet tall. Yeah, yeah, that'd be kind of interesting. You or know, or somebody like, like I'm trying to think of like a really big character, like something what, like what the if, What if what if they they released Wicket with the hang glider or like something? Yeah, or like or uh, like they did in Power of the Force, like a two pack of Jawas or something. Yeah, yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah, people are talking about that because could you imagine like we have to pay like twenty two bucks for that little tiny Yoda figure, and it's like what if you just got like one Jawa at twenty two bucks? Like all these army builder guys are like, man, like they should at least put two two Jawas in the in the twenty dollar pack. Yeah. Do you have Yoda yet? Is he out yet? Uh, Yoda is not out yet at at the time of this recording, but the big bad toy store pre order for that that wave is up. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of wrestling with whether I want to order it or not. I'm not so. really impressed with Yoda. He doesn't, I don't know, he doesn't tickle my pickle. He just, he, he looks a lot like the uh, old Empire Strikes Back toy. Oh, yeah, because he's got, like, the little snake and the cloth, like... Cloth goods, yeah. Goods, yeah. I, I, I think that's going to be some contention, because, like, Yoda doesn't quite look too too hot, and the Emperor looks kind of stupid in a lot of these pictures we've seen, so I think that, that cloth goods thing is going to be a, a sticking point with some people, you know, like... So, but yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I'm, I, I think the reason why we brought it up is because we were already talking about Star Wars Rebels, and you and I had both been getting some of the figures from the line, and we thought it'd be worth talking about. I mean, they are really fun figures. I mean, you know, like again, like Tony's saying, don't get us wrong. Like we, we definitely enjoy them. Otherwise, we wouldn't be talking about them. But we are, you know, we we're kind of giving you the. Unplugged, oh, yeah. you know, version of of our thoughts and everything. I mean, you know, obviously, like you know. You know, some of the pluses, like I've said, have been the the figures that are these 
Swiss Army knives, you know, these all-in-one figures, or even, even you know, maybe Han Solo's not an all-in-one figure, but he's definitely, like, one of the highlights of the line because of just those little touches with the, you know, the uh, pilot gloves and, and, and different belts where he's got the Stormtrooper belt and then his regular, you know, guns and belt and option like that so i mean there's there's lots of touches like that that make everything cool you know things that people were impressed by is the you know the jedi luke he's got his flap up and then he's got the little chest piece with his flap down like he has in the final battle between him and vader where he throws away the lightsaber and he's like you know i'll never turn to the dark side and my flap is down (laughs) you know so like that's you know there's all those kind of nice little touches on those figures so you know there's plenty of cool stuff like that yeah i i I would definitely say that like you know if you're like me and you're like kind of picky and choosy on who you want it's a good line to get and also if you're like Derek and you get sucked in and you're like "Eh, i'm just gonna buy them all it's also a good line to get because I, I will say this at least for the waves as like I know you were talking about like you know there's so many Luke's and so many people like there's not not so many people but there's a lot of people who are like I don't want more Luke's and you're fine with it but at the same time there's there's been a pretty good variation of like different characters in each way yeah 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 the only, you don't like not to get on you know a tangent or, or harp on what we don't like about it as opposed to what we do like there is a lot of variety uh the only thing i will say is in some of these subsequent waves and this may be a good thing i don't know but there, there seems to be like uh you know usually there's four figures released in a wave but it doesn't always seem to be four new figures because in a lot of these last couple waves it seems like they toss in either you know they throw collectors a bone like i know boba fett has become a little easier to come by because he was one of those figures that was tossed in a wave with, you know, three new figures. Yeah. But, like, Han Solo was the same, Obi-Wan Kenobi uh, was the same, and then in this Yoda wave that, that you're talking about, it's, um, I think it is Obi-Wan Kenobi that's in it. So it's like it's like Yoda, the TIE fighter pilot, the, uh, I think, like, another clone trooper with, like Kashuk colors, and then Obi Wan Kenobi from, you know, the the one we were just talking about, you know, the the Revenge of the Sith uh, episode two version or whatever. So yeah, like I would be down for the uh, uh, Tie Fighter pilot because I always thought that was a cool looking outfit. Yeah, yeah, and it's cool. You gotta you gotta have two so they can flank your Twinkie eating Darth Vader, and he's <laughs> like, you you bring me my Twinkies. I mean, come with me, you know. So you know, <laughs> yeah, gotta, like... gotta have that. You got you got some, somebody for Vader to yell what to <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, cool. All right. Well, I, I I think we we did a good job on on uh, you know giving people the down low on what we we thought of the Star Wars Black Series line. Um, I think uh, we'll we'll move on to our regularly scheduled thing, which is uh, what is awesome in your world this week, and to be a blatant blatant tie-in to what we were already talking about, I would just like to thank Vspec. Um, he's a member on the Bot Talk forums, which we frequent, and he was kind enough to send me to Agent Venoms, which are also Walgreens exclusives, like that Boba Fett, I guess Ralph McQuarrie, you know, the, the, the white-colored version that we were discussing, but I, I just wanted to give him a shout-out because... That Agent Venom hadn't been easy to come by. I did order it on Walgreens, and sure enough, the minute that V-Spec was kind enough to send me two Agent Venoms so I could do one Thunderbolts custom and have one regular 
Agent <laughs> Venom. Then the Walgreens order was like, hey, guess what? We're shipping you your stuff. So anyway, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm very grateful. So I just wanted to give him a shout out and say thanks for that. And that was my awesome thing this week. Tony, my man, you got anything awesome in your world this week? Um, I, I, I want to do uh, basically, I guess, a couple honorable mentions in the main thing. Uh, my main thing is after many, many, many months and almost giving up, uh, I finally got a, got a hand on, my hands on a Skids figure from the Thrilling 30s line. Um, he was re-released and in more plentiful amounts, so people like me who didn't want to pay $45 for a $10 figure weren't, uh, <laughs> weren't just helpless and uh, all that good stuff. Skids is a nice figure. Um, he's been out for a while, so you've probably seen reviews about him and everything. I was just happy to get him. He's not perfect by any means. He has some, you know, he has some stability issues for some people. Mine works fine. Mine's not like our good pal Mike's. Mine didn't break. My hips were good. I heard there was problems with the uh, the first release's hips. Mine, mine are on the correct way. So I was really happy about that. I love Skids in the uh, IDW comic, so getting him was definitely a plus. Um, my two honorable mentions are TV related. It's been a couple of weeks since we've uh, done a show uh, at the time of this recording. And in that time, some new shows have premiered. Uh, two of those were The Flash and Constantine. Both of those are DC uh, characters who have forayed into the uh, world of TV. Flash is, this is his second go, and actually the original Flash is in the show as this current Flash's father. <laughs> Try to follow that. I think it's a really good show. It's more lighthearted than Arrow, but at the same time it does have, it still takes itself seriously as far as the storyline, but the character is, you know, also someone who who smiles a little bit more than Oliver Queen. Let's just put it that way. He's not as as dour all the time. He he's, he does have serious moments, but he also can be a little bit lighthearted. So I, I, I like that. Good special effects. It's, it's a very solid show. It's only been on for a few episodes. I think three episodes. So you know, it's it's still getting its footing. And finally, Constantine, who originally appeared in movie form with Keanu Reeves from his comic book. Keanu Steve. <laughs> uh, we should do a whole show on like the Constantine film one day because that was just horrible. God, that was so horrible. But the show was really good. Uh, do you know the guy who plays Constantine? Uh, I don't know the actor's name off the top of my head, no, but he he did a really good job. So Yeah, he nailed it. He, he's got the accent. He's got that snarky attitude. He actually is Constantine instead of just, you know, a guy trying to, like, fight the demons. Whoa. It, it, it was just the first premiere episode. is the only one that's come out at the time of this recording. So we'll see how it goes. It's on NBC Friday night, so me and Derek don't have a lot of hope for it because Fridays is kind of a death night. Um, it's a good show, though. I hope it gets a chance. So. Yeah, there. I guess some people were already talking about maybe you know maybe there's a chance that the the Sci-Fi Channel will pick it up. the The gentleman's name is Matt Ryan, who plays uh, John Constantine. So yeah, he he did do a good job. So I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, there, you know, like Tony said, there's there's uh, plenty of uh, fun nods and cameos and different things that go on. Fun Easter eggs in both TV shows. I'm enjoying both of them. You know, I'm a big DC fan, so. I it's 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 nice to see the characters and also to be able to point people to 
TV shows that you're not, you know, embarrassed by. It's not like, you know, a situation where you're like, oh man, I love Jonah Hex the comic, but that movie is a big pile of stinking dog doo-doo, so I'm not going to try to tell someone who's already interested in film to go watch that, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Like, but like in this case, in this case, you know, I, I'd be more than happy to point people out to, you You like TV shows? You, you want to, you know, get into what I kind of like about comics? Like, well, check out The Flash and check out Constantine, you know? Yeah, it's good, it's good when, like, you know, high quality. It, it's so weird how Marvel and DC exist. It's like Marvel has pretty much crappy TV shows and DC has great TV shows DC struggling with movies. Marvel has good movies. It's, it's just it's kind of funny sometimes. Makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, definitely check out those two shows. I would agree with them. Uh, me and Derek give them the thumbs up. And that's my awesome things. Cool. All right. Tell me what your awesome thing of the week is, Michael. I'm um, just a little something that I've mentioned before. Um, I got the Blu-ray for uh, Street Fighter Assassin's Fist the other day, so I'm looking. I really enjoyed that like web series, so I'm looking forward to like watching it all as like one movie or what. I think they like condensed all of them into a single thing. So, you know, what maybe I'll watch some of the extras too. So, you know, I liked that, so I'm glad to have it and own it all in one place on Blu-ray. Cool. Yeah, I enjoyed the web series too. I know. I know Derek has it too, so. Yes, it'd be good to watch in, in high definition. Ooh. All right, cool. Thanks, Mike, for letting us know what your awesome thing of the week is. And I think that wraps us up for tonight. So, until the next time, guys, this is going to be Derek, Derek WC, signing off. It's Mike. And this is Tony. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and Stitcher Radio and also on iTunes. And we'll be seeing you next week. Awesome. Peace. Tell me what tell me what your awesome thing of the week is, Michael. You know what? I don't have one. So you, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so you can just like pretend, you know. You, you make you make some shit up right now. <laughs> you understand what we've gone through. I don't know. Do you, you do you make... even do you even mention me like when you did it with the Yes, yeah. I, I we specifically talked like pretended like you you said something. Oh, okay. So if you so... say I have nothing, it, he, it's going to be funny cuz you're going to be like <laughs> I have no new awesome thing and I'm going to be like, "Well, thanks Mike for sharing your awesome thing." <laughs> <laughs> there you go, Tony. Um Oh, okay. I'll look at him a little bit. Rogue, Rogue was saying that that reminded um, him, her of um, of uh, Aha. So then it was funny because then the rest of that week that song was like stuck in my head. I was like, doo, 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 okay, you you record it, Derek. I don't know why, but Pamela is not letting me record. All right, no worries. I got it. Did we lose Tony again? No, I'm right here. Oh, okay. Your 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 stormtrooper picture was so dim. I was like, "Oh fuck, he got dropped again." Because <laughs> yeah. it looks like like it doesn't. It's not very lit. I guess is the best word for it. I want to move my house to a really good area. <laughs>
They give good like you can get uh you can get like Thor and Iron Man to like push your house like you know twenty feet away or twenty feet closer to better internet or something like they did with Avengers Mansion. Yeah, because because Derek just finished his man cave. I know he doesn't want to move out of his house. <laughs> Insert Mike's awesome thing that we will eventually record at some point in time in the future. In the future! In the year 2014! <laughs>